Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. I liked him. I thought he was a a good guy, but no, no, yeah. no, he wasn't. He had some anger issues. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He had some deep pain. He uh, he turned to alcohol. He had uh, what five wives, and he beat them all. He beat them all. Unbelievable. I mean, this is a guy who was who was movie star, good looking. He had maybe one of the biggest hit shows of its time. People still remember Starsky and Hutch. He played uh, Ken Hutchinson, Hutch, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean he was he was he he would go places and they would swarm him like he was a rock star, and then he became a yeah. rock star with this song. Listen. Just There were a lot of stars in that era that were thrust into the limelight, and then they were. There was a, a feeling back then. Oh, you have a hit show. You got to have a hit song. They yeah. go hand in hand, so radio and TV kind of worked together, and thus they got him in a studio. I don't know if he really had musical inclinations, but they made it. Uh, but everything surrounded him, and I don't think he could handle the pressure. And I don't know about his childhood, but I do know he turned to alcohol. It was a problem. And then, you know, that that scenario, you go home and he'd take it out on the one that you supposedly love the most. Yeah. Took it out on his wives. Awful. And and he beat him. And when I found that out, I thought he was a good guy. I said, hey, you know, David Soul is a good. No, he's not a good. Well, you know, you wonder when a guy has that kind of fame and uh, popularity, you wonder, well, why isn't he doing other shows? Why isn't he going on from that TV show to movies? And I guess it was the baggage that he was carrying in his personal life. He he went to yeah. court. He went to court yeah. over these battery charges. I mean, it, it was yeah, a negative. Terrible. I had forgotten it, Bill. It's been so long, but I had forgotten it. Uh, you know, he you was know, the, he yeah. was the, a son of a minister, a Lutheran minister, and uh, well, he you was a son of something else too, apparently. But anyway, yeah, not his mom. You um, asked but, about you know. his music background. Do you know where he got his start? He used to uh, appear on, I think it was the Merv Griffin show, and he'd wear a bag over his head. Oh. And he was the mystery musician. He did. He was a, a musician. But I'm sure in that song, he was uh, oh, he re- probably... Oh, re- all the help in the world. He had uh, the wrecking crew out in Hollywood probably doing all the background music. You know? Yeah, you know, it, it, it was kind of sad because he was the guy, you know, he was kind of like, you know, the secondary character. Starsky was... Probably the star, but he fell second fiddle to you know David Soul. Now that guy, you know, he had some tragedy. Who, you in you his mean Mike Paul Michael Glazier? Paul yeah. Michael Glazier, yeah, the guy who yeah. played uh, Starsky. Yeah, I believe his wife had AIDS or something like that. I think but you're he, right. You know, I think she died from it. I think she passed yeah. away from it. Yeah. Yeah, and but he hung. You know, he clung to her. You he know, did. and, I'm, and uh, but the other star of the show is something that every guy wanted to have in their lives when they grew up, and a lot of people did. Clint Eastwood did a movie about the car, the Grand Torino, which yeah. is what that car was, the Ford Grand Torino, which I you probably couldn't touch one for unless you had thirty or forty thousand bucks in your pocket, and then you got to restore it. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know the, uh, the car was, was really classic. If you remember, it was this fire engine red with a white kind of Z stripe on it. And mm-hmm. it was just uh, a perfect, uh, perfect car. Everybody, like you said, everybody wanted one. Uh, and it and- had the, the had the bigger profile tires with the mag wheels. I mean, that that you know, women would look at him, What do you have that for? And the guy would be sitting there going, <laughs> "What's your problem with it? Yeah. It's cool." <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, the thing is though, the guy did pass away yesterday. In case you didn't know, David so eighty. Yeah, eighty years old. He had a lot of health issues, and. Uh, you know, it's sad. No matter what, uh, hopefully uh, as the years progressed, he became uh, a more controlled guy. and uh, At peace with himself. That's what God it was. too, it was, yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, you know it's funny. But they said he wanted, you know, the poor guy was in a wheelchair at the end, and he was in an assisted living center. And uh, But they said that he wanted to do a, a new Starsky and Hutch. This is true. He pitched it to NBC. With uh, Paul Michael Glazer and him, and they would be solving their cases from an assisted living place. And I thought, well, God bless him. He didn't lose the spark to uh, perform. So maybe, no. uh, hopefully he changed. And uh, Yeah, it's too bad. You know, That might have been kind of a funny thing, but NBC doesn't want to be, you know, the, no. the home of the geezer dome. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and so... <laughs> Let's just listen to a, a few more seconds. This was this was a hit song, Don't Give Up On yeah. Us, back in 77. And uh, the guy had talent. I mean, he could sing, yeah. he could act. He sure did. You know, the guy was just, he was, he was disgustingly handsome. I mean, a lot of guys looked at him and thought, you son of a gun, how come I didn't get those looks? He was just that well, good looking, and uh, what a well, shame. Well, you know, he hit all the notes, too. And the one thing that I was going to say they didn't have, they actually did, that was the uh, era of the Star Wars and Darth Vader, which was done with a machine called a harmonizer, but yeah. they were manually done. You can't sit there and have some guy sitting there, you know, flipping the knobs and turning the knobs, you know, to get your voice in key. What was it called? It's know. called it's called auto tune. The auto device tune. is they called auto tune. It. It's amazing. They can literally take somebody who can't sing and make them sound like uh, Pavarotti. You know, say, like, oh my God. Well, you know, uh, a good example of auto tune and where you can actually hear it because it's it's designed to have a certain effect was the song by Cher, if you believe. And you can hear her voice going through the auto tune, and it's shifting the voice. If you and then you hear that, yeah, yeah, stair step up and note, and I'm like going, oh, okay, there's the auto tune, you know. But it sounded good in the song. There was a commercial, maybe you remember it, I don't know, but it shows it shows this. It starts out with this young lady, and she's singing in the in the studio, and she sounds great, and the camera starts to move track to the right. And what it's doing mm-hmm. is the camera go- goes through the wall into the control room. And when the camera moves <laughs> into the control room, she goes from sounding like an angel 
to sounding horrendous. And you can see the engineer working the dials and the sweat coming off his, his brow yeah. as he's trying to make her sound good. But, uh, I mean, that people... That was an art back then. Yeah, people laugh, but, you know, technically you can do it nowadays. Bill, you and I talked about what they can do nowadays with uh, electronics. And yesterday we uh, yeah. we played something which uh, you put together, and and this is a little backstory. Where did you put? How complicated was it for you to put this together? Fifteen seconds. <laughs> Tell them you what know, it is. Tell them what it looks like. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's an AI program, and uh, I was actually um, I'm uncloaking now. I'm going to get in trouble for this, but uh, we were at a uh, Christmas dinner. Mm -hmm. um, in uh, Massachusetts, and uh, right. you know, I was sitting there, and there, there was just some conversation going on. So I looked down at my phone for messages, and I saw that app, and I said, "Hmm, I'm going to type in this script, and I'm going to pick Joe Biden to read this script." <laughs> okay, so it and looks I just did. like it's him, a, right? It's 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 a dead-on look. His lips move in this thing. It's he's got all the mannerisms. It is. If you saw it on the news, you'd go, "Yeah, that's Joe," and if you hear it, you'd go. And and you wow, you had a typo in this bill? Uh, I guess I did. I, I I the T when I hit the T for Trump. Yeah, it didn't. So Joe read it as Rump. Okay, listen. It, it actually, it worked. This is this is put together by one Mister Bill Knight. Yes, I did. I stole the 2020 election, and I'm sick in the DOJ on Rump. It's the only way I can win. <laughs> You know, I'm surprised that hasn't gone viral. <laughs> I haven't. You, you've got it, and uh, oh, you mean the AI? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about that specific video. I mean, well, uh, no one's, no one's seen the video. I mean, I think I gave it to you. I gave it to my lady friend, and uh, that's it. You Bill, know, Bill you, you, he was speaking supposedly at Valley Forge yesterday. And yeah. he looked like the, what you created at the table. I mean, we don't even know whether he was really there. There's a, you know, and by the way, I have, I have, I was going to play some audio from him uh, at Valley Forge. Uh, it, it was the same old nonsense. He spent the entire well, time bad mouthing Trump and and MAGA people, and uh, it wasn't worth putting him on. You, you know, know, they have Obama, they have Trump, and they have all these other voices that you can use. Uh, you know, I. I'm, I've got a son that games. Uh, my lady friend's got a son that games. And in the gamers, they actually have Trump and Obama and Biden all talking amongst each other. Mm -hmm. And the thought occurred to me, all right, you know, there was the story that was out, you know, that uh, came out from the news that, you know, I think it was the Huffington Post mm -hmm. sat there and said, you know, Biden could sit there and have Trump yeah. kidnapped, locked away some, uh, some, you know, deep buried jail cell in a foreign country. Right. And no one, you know, no one would know or could do anything about it or he could have him killed and nobody could do. Nobody would go after Biden right. for it. Yeah. So take that AI program. All right. Because it comes with a video and you could sit there and take anybody and have them confess to anything you wanted them to. But you've already taken them and locked them away. And everything is computer generated, voice generated. And the public goes, well, I'll be damned. I didn't think that he did that, but he just admitted it. I saw it right there. And they take him off to the Huskow because I say that because in the news, what happened late yesterday is the Supreme Court is now taking the uh, the case about keeping Trump off the ballot. Right. And 
MSNBC, it was where I saw it. And they mm-hmm. sat there and they God, said, I, well, how did you do that? How did you sit there and watch MSNBC without because like, that's, breaking they, out that, into hives or something, you know? Well, I did, but I was going, why are they sitting there actually protecting Trump? And they're saying, even if you don't like this guy, you know, let's keep in mind. And there's a reason why they were saying this. They said, this guy, uh, you know, he didn't, he's not been convicted of this. It's a long shot, Hail Mary thing. And there's no constitutional reason or legal reason that they can deny him. Right. So in other words, they're saying the Supreme Court is going to rule in his favor. And when they do, yeah, now they're afraid of, because there's a survey out now that damn near 100% of the uh, Republicans, yeah, they think the election was stolen. And they think there will be another January 6th type, type in- incident worse. Well, well you, know, you know what they're saying now, Bill. So this, do the Democrats now. They, they think this is going to happen again. They think if Trump wins, uh, it, it will be... Here's what I saw from, from a Democratic... Uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, contributor. Uh, he mm-hmm. said, uh, yes, if Biden wins, our, our country will continue to fail and fail at a more rapid pace. But if Trump wins, they'll be... All hell, uh, how do they put it? Essentially what he was saying was there'll be violence on the streets right away. And, and I thought to myself, what, well, that's a threat. That's a threat. They're saying, well, yeah, he, we're going to still stink, but if you get the other guy, he, you're going to see violence in your neighborhoods. You're going to see cities burning again. Now, yeah. I happen to think that's not going to be the case, and I'll tell you why, because I think Trump, it's, this is, he would only get one shot at this now. He's not going to be thinking about the second term. And I think if they, they go on the streets and start burning the cities, he won't wait for governors to decide whether they're going to have uh, the National Guard. He'll send in the, the uh, and, and they'll say, well, you know, you can't do that in this country. Bull. I lived through the mm-hmm. 60s, and they sent in the troops. I mean, if you remember George Corley Wallace uh, down on the, on the steps uh in I think it was Alabama when he was governor, he was not going to let uh, the black students into the building. And so I think it was Eisenhower who said, oh, yeah. And I think he sent the troops down to Alabama and escorted. It wasn't National Guard. It was the, uh, it was the troops. So, he, I mean, th- there is a precedent that has been set. And I also think that uh, it, a, a guy like Trump can look at he can look at the situation and say, this is something which is jeopardizing the security of our nation. And I have the, the right as president to keep our nation uh, secure. And he can then bring the troops in. It's not going to be something, you know, that I, I think he won't have a problem. But the left will make it sound like he's acting like a dictator. You know, mm-hmm. they're already talking about him. Like if he gets in, he'll be a dictator. No, no. If he gets in, things will get better. The left will see the, the, the crap that they have uh, initiated and put into place, they'll see all that stuff destroyed and fixed. Thank God. Now, again, you have to wonder whether it's like 10 months, folks, until November. I mean, you have to be praying every day that uh, nothing happens to President Trump and that he, uh, he has a chance to be president again. But there's a lot of people, including Vivek Ramaswamy, I played a cut, who said it's, you know they're going to do the, the the deep state is going to do everything it can to take Trump down. Well, it's interesting because you know you've got that situation going on. It's a it's a constitutional challenge, never been done before, and it's going on. 
You know, a guy that was once governor of California and everyone said he ought to run for president. But then again, there's Article two. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, section one of the Constitution about natural born citizen. Right. He can't run. But now all of a sudden, you know, they're asking him and he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm not a natural born citizen, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And they're floating him out there. And, of course, there's been questions about Obama. Was he a natural-born citizen? Uh, Nikki Haley? Yeah. I mean, the list goes on. Kamala can't be president because of that. So, But now they're saying Americans don't care so much in a survey. But see, it's, written, final- it's written into the Constitution. It's not like it's something that, you know, it was not like a law that was passed and then put in place and you can repeal. It is one of the bedrock uh, signature moments in the Constitution. It defines how you can be president, pure and simple. You change anything of the Constitution, you throw it out. You throw out the Constitution, then we do not have a United States anymore. Everything is tied together. Now, we've amended this thing over the years, but we're getting beyond the point of amendments and stuff like this. We're talking about wholesale changes wholesale changes even the 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 subtraction of religion and the acknowledgement yeah. of god you take that out in religious freedoms you don't have a constitution then you don't have a united states that's it cut and dry plain and simple there is no argument there and you see what's going on here is that this is they've always attacked the constitution you hear the pages turning because i keep in the studio and i yeah, am I not it. a scholarly guy But you know I've had it, and I referred to it before. Yes, he has the Constitution, yeah. The Constitution right here, and I wanted to make sure, you know, it's Article 2, Section 1, you know, that talks about all of this. So when they talk about the law, and I have my suspicions. I do think that maybe somebody in the past has slipped through the cracks and got into office. A lot of people think it's Obama. It could very well be. And they're talking about Kamala being the savior of uh, the Democratic Party. I mean, she's a joke. She is a she was a safety pill. You know, she was, uh, you know, a safety net for Joe Biden. Yeah. You you throw me out or take me out. You got Kamala. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Jokes on you. That's right. You know, it's better to have the devil, you know, than the devil you don't know. You know, yeah. You yeah. You don't want that laughing hyena. Oh, no. Yes. Can you imagine her cackling at a press conference? Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, all the other jackals would come in, too. You know, (laughs) I mean, come on. This is, you know, I got to tell you before I forget, Bill, yesterday I watched a movie that I don't think I ever truly watched in its entirety ever, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've always heard people talking about it. And I figured, you know, I'm going to sit here and spend a couple hours and I'm going to watch it in its entirety. And it was pretty darn good. I, The Matrix. I had never seen the entire movie from front end kinda to the end. Kind of scary, isn't it? Kind of scary. Oh, though, that's, you know? it was made in 1999 and it fits so well into today because... It talks about AI, artificial intelligence. We were just talking about it and how Mm -hmm. uh, the effect it's going to have on us, on this, on people. Uh, There's some speculation, including people uh, that are really gifted scientists who have said that, uh, you know, uh, artificial intelligence is going to first be considered a helping hand, then it's going to be considered a, a needed ally, and then. At a certain point, as it continues to grow and learn artificial intelligence, 
is going to see us as a threat. And, and, and then we're going to realize, okay, then we've got to pull the plug on it. And then it's, yeah. then it may be too late because when we're thinking about pulling the plug on artificial intelligence, it will also be thinking about how do I defend myself from having you pull the plug on me, meaning the artificial intelligence. Mm. We got to be careful about uh, where we're going with this. You know, I, I have it, Bill and I have talked about this. I have it right three or four feet from me. I have, uh, you know, that device that you ask questions to, that little round device. Uh, I don't want to say her name because she'll start to uh, respond. Uh, she'll think I'm talking to her because she's listening all the time. I have a device on my my wrist, a smartwatch, that every second that I'm talking, it's listening to what we're saying. And and sometimes it will respond to me when I'm not, not asking questions, almost like she's confused. Like, did you want something from me? You know, uh, and that's what we have in 2024. Well, here's an interesting thing. You know, you talk about that. I renamed mine, but it does listen all the time. Right. And I noticed today, you know, that there's... You know, they they capitalize on things, and sometimes the things they capitalize on, you have no control over. And I say that because now what everybody's worried about being listened to and security and all that, that stuff. But like, you know, high-tech, secret agent stuff. So now what's popular that's selling are room sniffers. You know, and you take this little $150 device out, and it measures for signals that, you know, is yeah. anything transmitting in the room. And I'm sitting there going, you can have that sniffer. You can sit there and have the thing that checks for a little microwave lights and everything. Yeah. But the one thing that it's not going to sniff out is your telephone the, uh, or your watch or the Alexa over there that I call Ziggy that's listening because those are not transmitting per se over the airwaves. Yeah. It's going through wire. You're wired to it. Now your phone is. But you're going to, it goes, oh, yeah, your watch is transmitting. You're not going to say anything about it. You know what else? No. The other thing. So we're being monitored. Oh, all the time. And, but for your security and safety, they're selling these devices that don't do a damn thing for you. But I was just going to say, not only is it bad that they're spying on us all the time, but we're paying for it. I mean, the watch on my wrist was an expensive gift from one of my children, you know? Uh, and be- it was a, a nice be- gift. It, it was, was a, a very oh, thoughtful gift. Absolutely. It was, they made no mistake by getting that gift. It was a nice thing to do. Absolutely. And now they always cloak things like that uh, in, you know, features that are convenience and safety for you. But they're also monitoring you. They know what you're doing. They know what you eat. I'm trying not to sneeze. I'm I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. He's trying. Uh, yeah, I was like going, oh, geez. Thank God you know, this I'm is a... not television, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It looked like, hey, he's picking his nose. Uh, but, you know, they're cloaked in almost like they're a public service to you, you know? Yeah. Hey, this thing monitors your heart. Yeah. Oh, well, my if it gosh, monitors yeah. you, you the know, num- you got to pay The number of steps you've taken. And your heart. How many steps have you taken today? It will actually remind you to get up and walk around if you've been sitting yeah. around. You know, too sedate. Well, mine goes, you fat bastard. Get up and take a walk. <laughs> I, mine's got, you got an the, attitude. You got the cheaper got, version. I, no, <laughs> yeah. I got the attitude. I got the attitude plus. And, and, you know, actually, they said, okay, 
you know, your 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 two ex-wives, which one do you want it to be named, you know? <laughs> you have you have a nasty watch. <laughs> you really do. Um, I don't I don't wear a watch. I'm just, but it was it's fun to talk about. <laughs> you know, oh, the, he's really sad. <laughs> Trump was in Iowa yesterday, you know, and he was talking to the masses. They you know, the media has decided not to really talk about Trump. I mean, they don't have the camera crews out there. You know, when, when Biden goes to speak at Valley Forge and he speaks in front of a crowd of like 20, uh, they have all the networks. They're all there covering it like it's a big deal. You know, he was mm-hmm. supposed to go, by the way, today. Today is January 6th. By the way, we should point out today is Ashley Babbitt Day, and at yeah. least uh, in, in, as far as we're concerned, because she should be with us today. She was a a, a, a veteran who spent uh, at least a decade, I think it was more like 14 years or 13 years in the U.S. Air Force. She was not doing anything wrong. She was unarmed. She was up there peacefully protesting in the Capitol. She was escorted into the Capitol by the Capitol Police, and at which point uh, some mean bastard, pardon my French, uh, a a lieutenant in the uh, Capitol Police for no good reason at all, pulled out his gun, his 9 millimeter, and shot her. Point blank, end of story. And that poor little uh, lady who had sacrificed and was very patriotic died. And, you know, the left made it sound like she was uh, a terrorist trying to do something bad. No, she wasn't a terrorist. She wasn't pounding Um. on any glass. She was just there. She was just. What kind there. of gun did that guy have? Yeah, I think it was a nine. nine I think it was a nine millimeter Glock. I a think. Glock. All right. I think it'd it'd be it'd interesting. It could have been a Beretta. I mean, I. I you know, yeah, it'd be interesting to know the exact make and the model because see, every state has different rulings on guns that are approved and not approved, and he's saying it's a legal kill. Was the gun? A legal think, gun. Well, he in, was in he was in uniform, so he. It was, doesn't matter. They they have to. They have guns that they can and can't use. You know, no. Well, one's you asked have to remember question. that's not a state. He no, he was in the District state. of Columbia, which is uh, it, which. That's another thing for another story. Another story for another time. I mean, well, in all then, honesty, you have to ask yourself what the heck is the District of Columbia. You know, well, and who owns what, it? What, okay, what are the laws? How are they defined? And was he abiding by them? Or did he overstep his bounds? Were they abiding by him, or did they overstep their bounds? Or is it all up to interpretation by what they say, which is what I'm saying is what it is. I, they were, this was a rally they were invited in. It was right. a peaceful rally. We got video. And, and there's, yeah, the videos that are coming out is showing it was a dirty kill, and that's number one. And so, therefore, he needs to be quartered and, you know, tried for it and at least given, you know, she needs to, to have him have a fair hearing to see if that was a dirty kill. If it was a dirty kill, he should be held accountable because he shot an unarmed person that he knew was not armed. Yep. And he targeted her. She, Why? She was an innocent, innocent, you know, well, you know what they did to the guy? They promoted the guy. That's, yeah. He went on television with Lester Holt. Boy, my my opinion of him has really gone down. I mean, I used to think he was a pretty Lester. Uh, yeah, I used to think he was a pretty good, pretty professional newsman. Nah, he's just a stooge. He sat there with this guy sit, uh, sitting across from him, and it was a puff piece. And the guy, uh, he made it sound like he was. The guy said at one point, you know, he, he was asked, "Would you do it again under the same circumstances?" And he said, "Yes." 
And he said it with a certain amount of pride. And I thought, oh, you vicious son of a bee. You vicious son of a bee. Anybody that would sit there and say, yeah, I killed an American citizen, a service person, and I would do it again without, without blinking an eye, uh, I question that person and their, their loyalty and commitment to this country. Or who are they loyal to, to uh, and who are they committed to? Because it's not the nation that I was born in. Yeah, I, I think that uh, the good news is yesterday... In. Yesterday, of all of all days, I think it's Judicial Watch uh, filed for the in the name of the parents and the and the husband and the the estate of Ashley Babbitt, a thirty million dollar lawsuit against the Capitol Police and uh, I believe uh, the let you know the Capitol itself, the uh, the U.S. government. So this is a big deal. People say, "Well, you can't sue the government." We'll see. We'll see where this goes. This is such well, an obvious murder. Well, I think you can. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah. You know, if they can sue you, you should be able to sue them. Because if they did something wrong, then they should be held accountable. And they, they showed, they showed the an, I've seen a video, but you probably have two of her getting shot. And it's yeah. always been from the same angle, the other side of the door that she's standing behind. It's looking across, but apparently... They have another video, and they showed it yesterday. Not on. They showed it, I guess, to in court uh, from behind. And Ashley Babbitt, well, I didn't know this, and nobody has said this. She was pushed. She was pushed to the front of that crowd. It, it was like she she didn't want to go to the front of the crowd, but she was shoved to the point where she was in the line of fire. Well, you know, you know she she's a veteran, military veteran. And she probably it probably dawned on her that this was not what it was, and that there was something wrong. And so, you know, her instincts probably kicked in. You don't want to be up front because something bad's going to happen. And that was not what she came in for. And I don't think it was what any of those people came in for. It was a staged setup, and the meeting took place between Schumer, Pelosi, and Schiff. Yeah, and Schiff still lies about everything. And still defends that, that oh my god that these, fairy tale piece of paper that he wrote, these, and he's running for senate. They have no shame. They have no shame. It's my gosh. When are you going to uh, start uh, speaking the truth? I mean, this guy has been proven to be a liar, and he continues to lie. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, did I did I play the Trump audio, the Trump uh, video? I don't think I did. No. Audio. Listen, this is Trump yesterday. We got to get out and vote because you know bad things happen when you sit back. We love him. We love the job. We love the job he did for the farmers, for the whole state. But uh, let's sit home and watch it. Maybe it'll be a little bit cold that night or a little bit rainy. So important that we get out and vote and really show it, show the strength. Because the only way we can get hurt is if you sit home and want to watch the great results on television. Then you say, is it too late? We got to get out there fast. But uh, that's not going to happen. But if you would get out and vote, even though, you know, the polls have us way, way up, uh, strange things happen. So uh, if you don't mind, look, she's shaking her head. You're right. You're right. Oh, we've seen some very strange things happen. But I'm not worried about that. I, you know, the one thing I'm worried here, I'm worried about it in a lot of other places. I'm not worried about it here. What I'm worried about here is we have to just get out and uh, show the support because it's going to make a big difference in November. We're voting now, but it's going to make a big difference in November. I think you uh, are going to hear this a lot when he's speaking. He's going to be encouraging people to get out and vote. I mean, not just vote. 
uh, you know, don't worry about like, a lot of people say, well, I don't really need to vote because the guy next door is voting. He's I'm on the same page as him. You know, uh, he, Trump is going to win. It's going to be a uh-oh. no, no. What Trump is saying is everybody, everybody who supports Trump, every single person who supports Trump should get out and vote for Trump. Don't assume that he's going to win. Now, there was something that I uh, I ran across the other day because, you know, people are talking about the election being stolen in 2020 and the logic that was coming out from the left going, the elections are fair. I mean, look at 2016, you know, because Trump came in and they couldn't have been stealing it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have won. He won the election fair and square. And I'm going, wait a minute. You're saying he stole the election in 2016. But now that we're saying you stole it in 2020 and you're going back to say that, well, actually, he did win the election in 2016. Well, how he won that election is he overwhelmed the system that they didn't anticipate the flood of people coming out. They did in 2020. And they right before our very eyes, well, we got to take a break. And then before the cameras turned off, you saw the numbers go, somebody blew it. Bill, you do know? you think, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I pray every day that uh, he has good health and that he is not attacked by the vicious left. But, you know, I heard that cut. I, have a, I heard a cut from Vivek with uh, Tucker. We played it yesterday. And, you know, he... he Talk, Vivek oh, think, said they're going to do everything they can to uh, take Trump out. Well, the, the story on MSNBC last night is saying, look, folks, no matter how much you hate the guy, you know, this is a Hail Mary last chance thing. And, you know, and they're worried about people going nuts. Well, I think this is the setting. They're setting the stage that maybe, just maybe, after they do this, yeah, this takes... This takes the genie out of the bottle, and they can blame it on whoever they want when they do that hit. Do so, you think we're still, we're still being pushed towards uh, a civil war? Sure I do. I, I, think, I think they're pushing towards a lockdown because, let, let's put it this way, all right? Let's just say that they are going to do something like that, and all of a sudden, you know, the Supreme Court rules that Trump can stay on the ballot. The crazy left is going to go nuts. You think January 6th was an insurrection? You're going to see the real insurrection and the interference. They even said taking him off the ballot is interference in an election. So they know what they're doing. So by doing this, they're inciting the chaos and mayhem. And then they can sit there and bring in the military action. They could actually probably freeze the election. And boy, there's no uh, going back. There's no going back to the country we were if uh, if that happens, if they manipulate us into that kind of a situation. Yeah. And then forget, yeah, the Constitution, I can throw that thing away and throw it in a bonfire because it'll be no good. Yeah. If if what happens, what looks like could happen. Now, there are people out there who there are people there are people out there who are saying that's you guys are being dramatic. Come on. I want to read you a story. This is from uh, today. The -hmm. media's latest attempt at making yellow journalism great again comes courtesy of CNN, which tried to report on a story about yet two more states that were uh, 
were trying to remove Donald Trump from the 2024 ballot Mm -hmm. uh, in Massachusetts and Illinois. They Mm -hmm. said that uh, voters in those states want him removed. They made it sound like all the voters in those states want them removed. That was the lie. They didn't say in the story how many. They just said, and in Illinois and Massachusetts, a report that voters in that in that state don't want Trump on the ballot. That's Could how be they two voters. It was five. Listen to this: uh, the groups of voters CNN refers to in Illinois, for example, it was not five thousand. Not 500, not even 50. It was five voters, five voters. But they wrote and read the story as if all the voters want him removed from the ballot. This is the dishonesty that they are uh, they're pushing towards the people during this election, and it's only going to get worse. How does fiction become reality? You tell the lie enough, it becomes the truth. Yep, I think and that was Goebbels. That was, uh, that was, was it Goering? No, it was, uh, who was it? It was uh, Goebbels, I guess, the uh, propaganda, propaganda minister for Hitler, who said, uh, he said, you know, you can make, make a lie the truth by saying it often enough. You yeah, know? because people, look, people are pond skimmers they they skim the surface and that's it so you bury the truth with all your bs the bs becomes reality i i've used that uh, yeah scenario before in in public relations you got somebody that's got bad pr yeah you know all you got to do say that bad pr is good it is a mountain so all you got to do is put a put icing on that mountain that's positive icing and a cherry on top, and people will say, so wait a look second. at all the good. What did we we just, today in today's program so far, we've talked about how you can make oh boy. you can make images and stories look real using artificial intelligence, meaning you can literally have people say things they didn't say. They're posting a picture right now, supposedly, of Trump on an airplane surrounded by a bunch of young girls. And... Uh, because they're trying to make it look like he was on the Lolita Express, the Epstein Lolita oh, Express. Geez. And and the fact of the matter is, it's AI. He was never on that airplane with those look. young ladies, but they made it look that way. Bill, they can do that. And that the problem is a lot of people I like, can do that. I have an AI program here. You can do it absolutely. You just you did it with you did it with Biden. I mean, if you released that, if you just threw that out on the internet as if it was a real statement. There'd be a lot of people who think Biden said that, you know. Well, Biden well you know, up. we have the video. We could sit there. We could post it on our website and put it there, <laughs> and nobody would know the difference. But you know, it gets down to an old rule that I used to go by: forget about reality. Perception's reality. That's true. It's not what reality is. It's what I make you believe it is. What you perceive is reality. Perception is reality. Which leads me to the Colorado decision by these judges, these, right. the Supreme Court. It isn't the outcome that's the goal of these people. It By accusing Trump, by accusing him of not being qualified to be on the ballot in Colorado, that is enough. Because look at how much mileage they're getting with this story. Heck, the, the Supreme Court is not going to look at the uh, case until February 8th. That's another month from now. You know? I mean, uh, if they were really and truly working their tail off to fix this thing, they would sit down in an emergency session today. But, the, you know, February 8th, they'll have a, a hearing on it. Amazing. Yeah. 
You look, look, you've got a side that's going against us. Now, Republicans believe you can lose. Democrats believe that you can't lose and they won't accept defeat. So it gets back to my thing, perception is reality. And when that's all you have, that's all you've got in your suitcase, you throw out uh, the seeds of deceit, uh, dissent, and you sit there, it's, it's deception. That's look all it at, is. Look at the majority right now in uh, the House of Representatives. Another guy, some guy named Johnson, another, they must have a lot of Johnsons in the, uh, some of the Johnson re- retired. Well, and he's they are re- all, and he's retiring. all a bunch of Johnsons yeah, in there. That's true. He, he, <laughs> very good. Uh, but he, he is uh, retiring like this week. Now yeah. the majority is going to be like one vote, maybe. So my question is this: Are we going to make it to uh, to the elections with the majority in the House? I don't think so. I think Nancy uh, I Nancy Pelosi is warming in the bullpen right now. Oh, and you know what she's going to do? Everything going against Biden will be dropped. Everything against Hunter sure. will be dropped. Absolutely, and they will go back and see now what they know that they have to do. It's been spelled out in the. The I's dotted and the T's crossed, and the Supreme Court is going to give them that little nougat. Well, I'm sorry, but you cannot sit there and take him off the ballot because he has not been uh, he has not been charged with and found guilty of insurrection. The House will go back and, and make charge it so. him with insurrection. <laughs> You're damn right, and then they'll they'll find him guilty. They'll get a judge to sign off on it, that district court in uh, in D.C., and now they have everything that they need to take them off all the ballots. And I will tell you this on the left. January 6th was was um, an ice cream party, yeah, an ice cream and cake party, because you do that, and you're right. All the bets are off, and yeah. you will. But then again, see, that's what they want to, because when that happens, they can go through there's, you know, they're still hunting down people. That's true. That that uh, were either a party that were there that maybe just showed up and said, "No, I'm getting out of here." Yeah, doesn't matter if they find video surveillance that you were anywhere in the crowd. They want you. They're going to question you. Their homeland security. If you go to D.C. and you leave, they follow you. If they find out that you made a phone call, like I knew a person there, if they go back and say. Did you talk to him any time around that period? Which, no, I haven't. But the point is, then if they got your number, they're going to come and take a look at you. And if they deem you a threat, they're going to lock you in up the and meantime, charge you with something. In the meantime, they should be hunting down the terrorists who are coming across our border, right? And they've acknowledged, they have acknowledged in testimony in front of uh, the House that there are terrorists in our country who've come across the southern border and they're concerned. They, I think Christopher Ray said he has a lot of sleepless nights. Well, he should. But what are you doing about it? Why aren't you following up on what these people are doing and where they are? But they don't know where they are, folks. They vilified every single Republican. They've labeled us MAGA. And even rhinos got to realize because they are Republican in coat, uh, that makes them a MAGA person too. Even if they, if they, even if they denounce Trump, they better go ahead and just change their colors right hear, now and in, go blue. In the speech yesterday, that son of a gun, uh, he talked about Trump being a dictator. He talked. This is a guy, by the way, who has opened our borders 
and crushed our economy and and brought fentanyl into our country to poison our children. This is the guy, right? That he's mm-hmm. calling Trump, who is who is anything but a dictator, a dictator, and uh, he is he's uh, uh, calling the people who support Trump uh, evil. I mean, you know, MAGA mm-hmm. people. He talks about MAGA, those nasty MAGA people, like they're Nazis. And and I you know I remember when Trump introduced the phrase "Make America Great Again" at, to his rallies, it was just a, a thing he threw out, and the people cheered it. "Make America Great Again" because they felt it. They they mm. wanted to make America great again. You tell me what in that in that phrase is is wrong. Make it great. Make America what it was. You know. Uh, this is a this is an evil bunch of people we have right now running our country, whether you know it or not. If you're a Democrat and you say, "Well, you're full of baloney," that's a lot of nonsense. Uh, Trump is terrible. Trump is, but no, you are just not paying attention. If you are, well, if you're somebody who supports this administration, you are really. You better stop for a second, take a deep breath, open up a few books. Uh, maybe uh, check some news sources and find out what the heck is really happening in, in Washington. Maybe you'll have an epiphany. Well, I'll tell you, in Boston, of course, you know about Miss Wu saying that anybody that uh, everybody is welcome to come across and c- come into this country illegally. It yeah, doesn't I heard matter. that. Yeah. You know, and then, then the story of a uh, woke uh, Boston city councilor ordered to retake the oath. Why? Well, you know, she is not of of natural descent here and okay. wants to say that you know she wears the the wraparound headpiece uh-huh. i'll tell you anything anyway she wouldn't say the words and she wouldn't hold her right hand up oh well there you go no so for me i'm going like okay you don't Goodbye. want the job see you bye-bye yeah no a- you got to say the words even if you don't mean it and just hold your hand up Yes, well, you know, and I mean, not in this... not in the woke environment we live in now. I mean, they're taking oaths right now on Playboy magazines. Yeah, well, yeah, this is is this diversity? No whites allowed? Is that is that diversity? I don't know. I mean, she was the I mean, she, she was the. I, uh, I'm not trying to say that hey, as a racist thing. No, but wait, I'm just wait saying... a second. She was the mayor who had a Christmas party and didn't invite any of her white staff. Right. Woo. So yeah. Yeah. This diversity and uh, yeah, in, so diversity and inclusion means yeah. no white people. It's a one-way allowed. street for certain yeah. people, you know. She and she, I hate to say that, and you know what, blacks are probably a part of that now too because they don't vote Democrat. So you know, inclusion means you know you can't what's be funny, white, Bill. Probably can't be black. The probably wo- can't be Hispanic anymore. The woke left, honest to God. They are all for the blacks until the blacks wake up and say, wait a second, I think we but like Trump. But they're doing that. In Chicago, yeah. they're saying, screw you. I yeah. said and all else. of a sudden, all of a sudden. You know, we're the, going red. All of a sudden, the left, the woke left, is not supporting those minority people. They're not really minority people anymore because they vote conservative. Yeah, they're minority in color, but they're really white honkies. That's it. But what do they know, what do they call you honky uh, you you didn't know you were a honky they, did you they called uh what's his name uh he's a uh a, a black talk show host who was running for president uh I, you, you know who I'm talking about uh he's uh, Lee uh, Lee uh, uh, anyway I know I can't think of the name yes, you know but he's a smart guy he uh was running for president early on and it, it didn't take uh, any traction but they called him uh 
the the black face of white nationalism or something like that. The black face. You know, face I of, really doubt that he's the white face of black nationalism. Larry Elder. Larry Elder. Larry Elder. Yeah. No, you know, I know that he grew up with his pains and tribulations of, of things that, because smart guy. You know. Yeah, I mean. You you can't hide the fact that there's been racism, and the Democrats seem to be hiding the fact because they were the party that was behind it to begin with. They called it the but, him the black face of white nationalism. That's what it was. Yeah, Can you believe that? They had the audacity, Bill, to to, to uh, uh, label people who are minorities. You know, well, uh, there are a bunch of people that they've done that to who are black. I mean, look at the Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. You know, they criticize him for not being black enough. What? You know, I yeah. mean, the guy was brought up, he was brought well, up the son of a, uh, I think he was a great-grandson or grandson of a slave. You, you know, know, in schools now, they teach they teach the kids, and then they try to indoctrinate them. But the primary thing they teach them at first, there uh, there is no race. There's only one race, the human race. Really? Well, then we don't need diversity and all of this other stuff then if there's just one race. Yeah. Unless it's unless it's not race that we're talking about, it's one belief, one party. Is that what we're really talking about? And yesterday in New York, you know, Al Sharpton, the the race baiting uh, poverty pimp, they call him. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. uh, his critics call him, and rightly so. He's he's made a he's made a phenomenal living by protesting uh, against anything that he can make a buck on. I mean, he you know, and what amazes me is that guy went out to the George Floyd uh, funeral. He doesn't know George Floyd from George Washington, right? But he goes out to the funeral and he does the eulogy at the funeral like he he is somebody who's close to George Floyd. I mean, George Floyd, he wouldn't have recognized George Floyd if he if he hit him with his car. But uh, uh, he's out there making a point and making uh, a name for himself still. But he was in New York yesterday in front of a Jewish center, Right. And he's protesting the Harvard uh, ruling about uh, uh, that the president resigning, that, like like it was the Jewish people's fault that uh, Gay resigned from Harvard. Never mind the fact that she was guilty of plagiarism. I mean that that's that's in black and white. She was stealing other people's work. That that's not uh, the issue as far as they're concerned. It's only one thing. Only one mm. thing, skin color. It was skin color. And a guy like Sharpton, he never misses an opportunity. He still, to this day, never admitted that he lied about Tawana Brawley and her whole uh, accusation. It was the thing that brought him to fame and fortune. Uh, he's uh, an embarrassment, yet the networks like NBC, they give him a show. They give him a show. Give him all the airtime he wants. Stick him on the. And by the way, the guy's been on TV so many times. You think he would catch on how to do it, and he still screws up big time. I mean, they have blooper reels from Al Sharpton. But yeah, but you know, he uh, look. He's not going there. Yeah, he's spewing his evil, but he's getting paid very well to spew his evil too. You know, I'm sure he didn't do that eulogy for free. Yeah, and well, you know he. I, you know, that's a good point. He probably flew him out in a nice charter flight somewhere. You Damn know? right he did. He yeah. ate well, too, and yeah. he's uh, eating well, and he's there. He's honored like he's royalty. Yep. And then he spews out that negativity that all these people say, oh, yeah, yeah. He's paid 
to say it. I think it was it's was it Rush money for was him. it Rush who came up with the term race baiting poverty pimp, which uh, I I thought Ooh. it works. Yeah. Hey, you hey. know, there's a story. Well, go ahead. I was just, I, you go ahead first. I got a story too. Go ahead. Well, it might be the same one. You never know. Uh, you know, you, with all the Epstein dumps uh-huh. that are going on. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, it turns out that uh, there have been, I guess, not one but two break-ins uh, to uh, steal computers of uh, people that have this, like the fixer for uh, Epstein, uh, Michael uh, Cedric. Uh, his, uh, you know, this his happened computer recently, was stolen. right? This happened like uh, New Year's Day or something like that. Yeah, New Year's. So you know what, what's happening, and it, they tie back to the Clintons too. Oh, it's why? Got information. Why is that? Yeah. I, yeah, boy, I don't know. You know, those are two saints, you know, Bill and Hillary. Yeah. And, you know, there's not an ounce of anything evil ever oh, happening. Gosh. No. They don't leave a trail of dead bodies oh, or God. break-ins or stuff like that. This is purely coincidental Absolutely. that their names are attached to, you know, these computers that have every dirt. You know, you know there are websites, folks, you can go to, right, Bill? There are websites, yeah. Clintons and dead dead bodies or something like that. And oh, yeah. there's a list of like 90 people who have been associated at some point with the Clintons who have shuffled off their mortal coil, as they would say, who have, have died and, and done it in a strange way. Murdered, hit by a car, an accident on a, you know, a foggy night driving home, whatever, you know, they have gone um, to meet their maker. And, you know, what do you don't want to do if you're in security is to get a job protecting the Clintons because God knows where that's going to lead. Well, they got to pay you a lot of money, and you're going to have yeah. to supply Bill with a lot of trouser trolls, and that's about <laughs> it, man. It's, what do they, seemed, and what he they likes say him about, young, too. Well, they say about the lady that – this is not a secret, folks. I'm not making this up. Uh, I guess when Hillary leaves town in Chappaqua, when she goes off to wherever she's going, uh, I think – Bill has a neighborhood friend who yeah, who stops over. by, and she brings baked goods for the Secret Service. They call mm. her, by the way, I think they refer to her as the Ever Ready Bunny, and I don't know why. You know, well, you just yeah, keep going and going. But, but uh, they like her cookies. I think so. Well, they do. They do like her. They've they've come so, so that they actually kind of look forward to seeing the lady bring the baked goods. You know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I have another line, but that would be a little bit too low to yeah, go. Yes, so this is a family uh, Bill show. Bill likes something. Yeah, Bill likes something that she has to. You probably heard this, so. Bill. Uh, Mayor Adams in New York, uh, he's suing the bus companies for illegally trans transporting aliens from Texas to New York. I don't know how this possibly can win, but he's doing it. But here's the thing. The bus companies, when they heard that this was going to happen, right, uh, instead mm-hmm. of what they did is they brought the, the illegals up to New Jersey, up to the right across the river, right? And then they dropped yeah. them off at a subway stop <laughs> and said, okay, you go over there, senor, and you get on the subway and you go into New York or take that bus and go in, the, the public bus, the public transportation, and uh, via con Dios, you know, and that was it. And so what was happening is they had beat the system. They weren't driving the illegals into New York City. They were driving them up right up to New York City and then dropping them off at a place where they could get into New York City on their own. So that yeah, didn't go well, over see, what well. they were doing is arresting the drivers and impounding the buses. Well, that, that well, was that, that what was, they said they were going to do. That's what they're doing now. They're trying to. But this is not going to hold any water, friends. You can't. 
you can't uh, arrest bus drivers for transporting people, a certain type of people, into a city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would be like saying, look, we're going to arrest well, now, you for bringing in Irishmen, you know? Now they're flying them. What, are you going to impound a plane? Yeah, get that 747 <laughs> over there and tow it over to the PlayStation. We own it now. You this know? this is Good. desperation on the part of New York. You know, by the way, I, I point to the fact that this is the same mayor who like six months ago or a year ago was saying, we're welcoming illegals into our city. You have to be good to these people. They have a right to be here. Same guy. This Eric Adams is the same fathead who uh, uh, is now suing the bus companies. And by the way, they're doing the same thing uh, mm. in Chicago. They're suing yeah. the bus company. They, they got to figure it out. They really do. They, in all honesty, friends, whoever is advising them of this, uh, I'm not a lawyer, but this sounds like a, a, a numbskull move on their part. That's just my own humble opinion. Well, here's, 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 here's a suggestion. Uh-huh. Uh, pick up the phone. Yes. I'm sure they got a direct link. Hey, uh-huh. Joe, we're, we're, we're bleeding here. Shut the damn border now. <laughs> Yes. Well, that would that's stop the, the buses and stop the flights. Now, wouldn't it? But that's the one thing they won't say. They won't say shut the border, Joe. They won't do yeah. it. Yeah, That's a T-shirt, by the way. Shut the border, Joe. Yeah. Shut the border, Joe. Hey, Joe. Shut, Isn't it, shut the border. Shut the border up, Joe. Shut the border up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> shut the border up. Oh, gosh. Anyway. So, if that shirt comes out, you know where it came from. That's true. I wanted to play something to you, which I thought was funny. We, we found it yesterday, uh, and people will have forgotten this. I come from a place, uh, a town near a little city in Massachusetts called Fall River, Massachusetts. I'm not from Fall River, per se. I had relatives who came across and, and were from Fall River, but my, yeah. my family moved away. But Fall River is... Uh, I want to end with a little chuckle, Bill, okay? Uh, Fall River is a happy place for the most part. It really is a nice little city, but it, it's known for a murder. You know what murder that was, Bill? Uh, Lizzie, yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't have to ask you the question. I f- figured I'd end the show with this little this little song, okay? Because I want you to smile. The, the Chad Mitchell Trio was a folk group back in the early 60s, mid-60s. As a matter of fact, one of the members of the trio was a guy named John Denver. You may have heard of him. Yeah, Fly John. away. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, this is their song, a tribute to Lizzie Borden. Listen to this. And uh, I hope you have a good uh, remainder of your weekend, sir, and I'll see you on Monday. Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. Elizabeth Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. <laughs> And when the job was nicely done, she gave her father 41. <laughs> Yesterday in Old Fall River, Mr. Andrew Borden died, and he got his daughter Lizzie on a charge of homicide. Some folks say she didn't do it, and others say, of course she did. But they all agree Miss Lizzie B was a problem kind of kid. Cause you can't chop your papa up in Massachusetts. Not even if it's bland is a surprise. A surprise! So you can't chop your papa up in Massachusetts. You know how neighbors love to criticize. We <laughs> got him on the sofa where he'd gone to take a snooze. And I hope he went to heaven cause he wasn't wearing shoes. Lizzie kinda rearranged him with a hatchet so they say. Then she got her mother in that same old-fashioned way. But you can't chop your mama up in Massachusetts.
is CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? 